recording. Bonjour. Welcome to the latest episode of Indian Way with Johnny R. The podcast that records live from the southern shore of the mighty Red Lake. I'm your host, Johnny R. Obviously, being all deadlier in hell since I can. Thought I'd update the, the podcast with uh, my happenings, and most of it, it happens to be about this. I hope you got your copy. We had a little real estate problem by, um, it's uh, the unheralded story of Native Americans in comedy, which, uh, by the way, I am featured in. And I hope you, hope you bought your copy because it's pretty interesting. I enjoyed the, um, the uh, pretty much the background of Charlie Hill which uh, I enjoyed. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that much about Charlie Hill to begin with. I think I'm the only one that um, has, hadn't had the honor of sharing the stage with him. I just, uh, I never got to that, to that level yet, you know, before his untimely passing in uh, 2013. But yeah, I, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> rude, rookie move. I, I did a, uh, I read this book and and I enjoyed a lot of the stories. Hearing, um, reading the stories of uh, uh, other indigenous comedians throughout the country in Canada, um, you know Ryan McMahon, Adrian Chalpa, fourteen ninety ones, and uh, it was uh, it's pretty much what we all go through. You know, we never think that we're going to get the opportunity to uh to uh get to a mainstream audience you know a lot of us haven't um some of us some some of them are are getting up there you know like the 1491s they were um on uh comedy central's um the daily show and you know ryan mcmahon does his thing up in canada he, he gets a lot of um coverage you know he works hard for those you know those guys work hard for the coverage and uh, the time they get in it's uh, inspiring to see see guys that i've worked with able to to get to that level so hopefully someday it'll it'll come my way but you know again full-time work full-time job you know any of those benefits and uh being a father that's the most important thing right now so that's what where I'm at, what I'm doing. And this book was, uh, <clears throat> again, there were a lot of things that, you know, needed to be said. You know, I myself uh, said, said, <laughs> said some things that uh, had to be said. You know, coming from Red Lake, um, raised in the Red Lake Nation, growing up on a reservation. It's, it's tough, you know, it's, uh, you know, when we're young, we're more like, uh, we kind of, I feel like we're prey when we're young, because there's a lot of people that maybe don't want to, to, to support the young people coming up. And I, myself, I, I felt like that. I, you know, I, I wasn't destined for greatness. You know, I wasn't a, 
a, a great high school athlete. I was more of a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was. You know, the more I think about it, the more I realize I wasn't as cool as I initially thought I was because, you know, growing up, I, I grew up with some um, athletic, popular popular guys, and I was just a hang-arounder, and I never was able to reach, you know, the the level of, you know, star athlete that my friends did and I was just um you know it got to a point where my senior year you know I played basketball football baseball with all my all my friends 7th through 12th grade and it just so happened my senior year 1994 playing basketball I just uh I had enough I you know I knew basketball wasn't doing anything for me. You know, it wasn't going to get me anywhere. So I just quit. Just, uh, I don't know. I wanted to, I don't know what I want to do, but what I wanted to do, but uh, I just quit the team. And, you know, the, 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 the boys eventually went on to win the, the District 29 championship. And they were, I think, a game or two from, from state. I'm not, I don't really remember, but after they won it, I kind of regretted leaving. But then, then I thought about it again. Just, man, that's that wasn't me. I was just, I was just cheering my little heart out on a bench all those years anyway. So, but it wasn't really. I was happy for my friends. You know, they worked worked hard seventh through twelfth grade to to get to that moment, and I was proud of them more than anything. And I just enjoyed enjoyed seeing all their hard work pay off but for me that it wasn't it wasn't for me so and it seems like after high school there weren't really um weren't really many opportunities for me coming out of high school you know college i don't know why college was never a uh, uh it was an option but i just never never went that way just went to work, you know, and I don't even know where I'm going with this. What was I saying? Oh, the the younger people are prey to the older, you know, whatever. And it really is like that, you know. A lot of us struggle growing up because we didn't have a lot of uh, positive role models. You know, the myself, I grew up... Uh, a lot of the guys that I looked up to eventually let me down. So it was more like um, what not to be like when you when you get older. Speaking of which, I just turned 45 last Friday. February 12th was my uh, 45th birthday. And for my birthday, I got about four extra gray whiskers, mustache hairs. I'm getting grayer and grayer. But up here, you know, I've always had thin hair, but I'm not not really gray. But hopefully that'll come soon. So I have the poly walnuts, poly walnuts wings. Um, makes me think of my grandpa when he, he died. I think he was 73, 
and he didn't have very much black or gray hair either. I know my uncle Larry, he's in his mid seventies. He doesn't have gray hair. So maybe, maybe that's where I'm headed, but we do have big foreheads. So big foreheads and thin hair. My uncle Lyman too, he was in his, I think late sixties when he passed away and he didn't have any gray hair. So maybe that's, that's where I'm headed, but I've been thinking about what's going on in the world today. You know, you see reading about Texas struggling with winter weather down there. You know, it shouldn't be that bad, but from what I was reading, their their electrical grid is controlled by a um, a company down there, and it doesn't want any interference from the federal government, and it was not prepared for, I don't know, I, I could have been reading this wrong, but that seems like, you know, it was money over um, protecting, you know, preparing what was not eventually, because I've said it, ha said it hasn't snowed there since, well, this is just from a TikTok I heard, since the 70s or something, I don't know, but I really should read more into that before I speak on it, but, you know, and I, I was joking around about, you know, Texas and, uh, Texas and their guns and their big trucks and their, you know, don't don't mess with Texas and they, Texas is vulnerable as shit down there right now and sad that it really came to this. You know, I, I don't want nothing bad to happen to anybody down there, you know, but it's just <clears throat> you think differently of how um, people portray themselves. And then when it really comes down to it, they're not, they're not really uh, prepared like they should be. Like us, you know, we've been, what, up to like 45 below the last couple of weeks. And thankfully, you know, we're fortunate. I, I admit that we are fortunate. You know, our, our uh, furnace held tough, you know. Um, wasn't really much, there really hasn't been much snow this winter yet, but we're due for a uh, wicked wicked storm well not storm but you know more snow and like was it last year or a couple of years ago we got stranded in our in our yard because our our road our driveway is so long it must be about you know quarter mile three quarters of a mile half a mile i don't know not quite a mile but you know third of a mile maybe long and in the woods and we got stuck back here because we had like 30 inches of snow uh, I think around like Christ right after Christmas, and we got stranded back here. We got uh, we had to have people um, deliver, <laughs> deliver care packages. You know, like they could come back as far as you know, not even halfway down their driveway because the snow was so bad. And I'd have to walk down, walk down the uh, the driveway to pick up whoever left stuff for us. And it took us four days to get out. Fortunately, none of the none of us got hurt or anybody got sick. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. You know, pretty fortunate. I I am fortunate right now. My family, you know, we're all healthy. Um, my wife and I are still working. And we, we're lucky. You know, a lot of families aren't as lucky as, as us. And 
you know, I, even though I did um, test positive for uh, the coronavirus in October, we were able to get through that. And um, it just, uh, we, we dodged a bullet, you know, we're still, we're still all safe. We're all healthy. And that's all what, it's all a, a bro can ask for, you know, and, other people aren't as fortunate and I am thankful for that. You know, my wife and kids and my parents, my sisters, and I know I think three of my nephews uh, tested positive late last year. And, you know, we're just, we're just lucky, man. We, not everybody is as, as fortunate as us. And we, we understand that. And, you know, to make light of Texas, that was, you know, it's just, the way I am, you know, you deal with, um, you deal with misfortune with humor. It, it, it helps me. It helps us, you know, the us red Lakers, you know, again, we, we laugh at the most uh, inappropriate time. Cause it's just the way we, the way we uh, deal with harsh times, you know, that's just the way we are. And then me with, um, you know, making little, cracks about texas and joe rogan and that's just i don't know i'm just trying to just trying to lighten the mood you know that's that's what i'm trying to do it's not what i get paid to do it's just the way i grew up bring a little uh lightheartedness to uh to the to a bad situation but sometimes it might be inappropriate but that's all i know that's all i know how to do but uh yeah. And as for, you know, the coronavirus on the Red Lake Nation, I think yesterday they said we had like 40 some positive active cases. And today there were 32, I believe. And again, that's just not, you know, the information isn't readily available like it should be. You know, the information uh gets gets stuck along the pipeline some no pun intended we'll get to that later uh it gets just stuck somewhere and we're not readily you know the information we want and need that's important that's crucial isn't there and it's getting a little frustrating you know because it's really something uh we all need to know we we should be we should be get a good idea of what's going on within our community. And we're not really, you know, thankful for the people that are sharing that information, sharing that information. And, um, you know, I don't know where, who decides what information comes out, but it would be, it would be nice to have that, you know, for us to prepare and, you know, us being up in Red Lake, I've said this before. Um, we're probably the last, the, the last of, um, last of the nation to get, well, the you know, United States to get uh, coronavirus. And we've had like over 300 and some cases so far, 10 deaths. And I think that, I don't know if it's, I just realizing it today, <clears throat> you know, when I go out, you know, the only places I go, I go to work, 
go to the store, you know, get groceries and gas and pick up my kids at daycare. And the one thing that I'm most proud of about Red Lake is everywhere I go, everyone has a mask on. You know, we don't have any, um, uh, uh, what is it? You know how Trump's people are saying, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, conspiracy or whatever, you know, it's not real. And so they don't wear masks. I got, I got issues where I can't wear a mask. I, I don't have to wear a mask. If I don't, this is American jet. You know, we don't have that in Red Lake. You know, everybody in Red Lake wears a mask. Um, we don't have a lot of people that are, are resistant to putting a mask on, which I think is one of the main reasons our, our numbers are going down that have stayed, you know, at a, a man, I don't want to say manageable level, but like a level where, where I, I want to say we're comfortable, but we can't be comfortable. It's a pandemic, you know, but I'm just proud of everybody that wears masks every day, everywhere they go. I see a lot of people sanitizing and just, you know, doing their part. That's everybody in Red Lake is doing their part. And that may be why our numbers aren't as, uh, devastating as as other places you know cities other reservations <clears throat> it's just you know the red lake nation has has stepped up with you know uh setting an example for you know for what what to do during a pandemic and um but then again i'm still thinking maybe it, i don't want to say the worst maybe on its way because you know we are way up north and a lot of things do come to us last so but you know the red lake nation just keep it up wear your masks everywhere you go and uh don't don't uh you know be responsible and keep sanitizing wash your hands Social distancing. I know it's tough, man. I know it's tough to stay home all the time. And we all want to get out and hang out and, you know, do do uh, Red Lake things with our Red Lake friends. And uh, it's we just got to hang in there and <laughs> keep doing what we're doing, wearing our mask and just being responsible and setting a good example for everybody else that's watching. And I think we're doing it all on our own, you know. Cause you know, I, I'm telling, I was telling the wife, man, it's, it's like, it seems like somebody should step up. You know, we, we, one of our elected officials step up, you know, take all the, you know, be the, be the fucking hero, man, get up and make a stand, you know, let, let the people know this is what we're doing. But I haven't seen it yet. Uh, you know, that's not a, not a knock on our elected officials. It's just, you know, you know they're not being Ted Cruz, you know, bailing out on us and heading to uh, Mexico during a time of crisis. But, you know, it's, but I think the Red Lake Nation is just doing fine. You know, we don't have that, uh, we don't have that uh, Beto O'Rourke, even though Beto's not a elected official in Texas or whatever. And, but it just, it'd be nice to have, you know, one of our council members step up and take charge and lead the way. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I watch too many movies. But 
it just seems like the, it just seemed like the Red Lake Nation did it on its own. Everybody wearing a mask, like fuck, man, let's get this shit over with. Everybody, put your mask on, wash up, no, <laughs> wash up, wash your hands, sanitize, you know, social distance, and let's just get through this and uh, let's get our uh, vaccinations. Everybody, go get their vaccinations, and and I'm, it seems like a lot of the. A lot of the the spread of coronavirus has to do with the uh, pipeliners that are coming up from wherever. They're they're a problem. They really are. You know, not only with being careless with with their uh, hygiene and shit or whatever, and but they're also a danger to uh, our our women. So we gotta keep an eye out for that. You know, keep a close tab. Keep close tabs on. On those that could be vulnerable to uh, to questionable men, that's our job right now to check on check on uh, those that could be vulnerable to, to something like that. But I think that's all I got. If you can go get the book, I'm in it. They write about me, you know. My story is first, and there's a couple more in the middle of the. In the middle of the book, and then uh, they finish it off with my little Hollywood, one of my Hollywood, one of my many Hollywood adventures. It's in this book I mentioned with Charlie Hill, 1491's Adrian Chelopod, Ryan McMahon, you know, friends of mine. So I'm proud. I'm really proud of it. I'm re- I really, I love the way Mr. Nesteroff weaved, weaved that story together and. Uh, it's just something I hope you guys can um, check out. There's some things in there maybe I shouldn't have said, but to uh, find out what it is, you got to buy the book. So I think that's all I got. Me, good for listening. Me, good for watching. And uh, just let's keep doing what we're doing, Red Lake Nation. Keep your masks on, sanitize, and uh, social distancing. And uh, me, good for listening. Me, good for watching.